1: Phase zero, season two, bonus episode and i host, Jen Anderson. BD is having fun covering the Gardens of the Galaxy roller coaster and a bunch of other fun stuff at Disney. So we are all here to talk about Doctor Strange in his absence. Um I'm joined today by Jamie Chirac. Good morning. Jamie had a very fun morning you will see why on comicbook.com very soon she teased it on Twitter and I was like oh my god this is so cool so do you want to mention that at all or do you want to just save that for the Wanda conversation
2: I think it was pretty obvious but I interviewed Elizabeth Olsen this morning uh so it was been a big day it's it's 8 a.m but I am more wired than I've ever been in my life so I'm ready to talk (laughs) about this movie
1: awesome that's a great feeling we also have Erin Perrine
3: What's going on, guys? A lot of chaos. I don't know. Last time I woke up with so many mentions on Twitter. I know. I woke up and looked at my phone. And I was like, what happened? Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the amount of people who have been clamoring for this episode makes me very happy. It's like, don't worry, guys. We got you. We will we'll, we'll deliver. And then back for the second time in a row, I'm so excited to hear what he has to say about this movie. Uh, is out of I mind.
4: am so excited to tell you what I think. <laughs> Coincidentally enough, I wake up and check Twitter and my whole <laughs> timeline's everyone mentioning Aaron. I'm like, what? <laughs> <is> okay, man. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Everyone's just adding them. But no, man, let's, let's talk Dr. Strange. I can't wait.
1: Yes, so we are talking full spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I still, I will get into it. I still cannot believe this movie exists. I'm just going to say that first and foremost, but I'm so excited to break this all down because having to sit with this for the past couple of days and all of the little nuggets is just so crazy. Um, I will have. I will let Adam go first since he did not get to talk when we all shared our reactions on Wednesday, and I'm very curious to hear what he has to say. So you go ahead.
4: So I will admit that I... Um, thanks to you know the internet and the wonders of digital media, I think I went in knowing most things about it and it still came in above any expectations I had. Um so good, guys. So good. <laughs> it opens up with them ripping out Shuma Gargantos' eyeball. Um I, I can't believe they went there. And it just got better from then on. It it was delightfully spooky. It had that signature MCU charm and wit and banter. Um, And I jumped and said, you know, holy bleep a lot of times. Um, (laughs) I'm surprised they went uh, the directions they did. Um, I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. But, you know, making someone's brain come out their nose was, (laughs) was certainly a choice.
5: I
1: love it so much. Jamie's reaction just now was basically (laughs) my brain as that was happening. I know, like, so many people on staff were just laughing at that moment. I know we shouldn't be, but it's just, like, it's so well executed. It's so perfect. Mm -hmm. Jamie, do you want to share your spoiler, filter? Oh, I
2: sure Sure do. I'm so glad I saw it a second time because the first time really was tainted by the fact that so much was spoiled. Um, you know, uh, of the Illuminati people, uh, the only person I was unaware of is black bowl and I've never seen humans. So I was like, "Who that guy. Oh, he is. What's that funny. looking costume. He did. I mean, his death was so funny. I, and I'm of the camp of people who cackled, uh, decimate those people. I love it. Um, <laughs> So that was disappointing. Um the only surprise for me was Charlize which was a great surprise. But um in that to and you know I'm just surprised that Marvel s- Shared three of them themselves. I, I, I'll that'll always and two of them a week before the movie comes out. That'll always be shocking and weird to me. But I've moved past uh, my gripes with uh, with marketing, and I have seen it a second time. And I just I can't say enough good things about Scarlet Witch and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, what a great film uh, that I enjoyed very much. Um, I mean, come on, Wanda was just I, I. You know, I was a little worried that some Wanda stands wouldn't like the direction that they're that they're taking her, but like this is what happens in the comics. Girl snaps a little bit. And it's not like totally her fault. She's influenced by this book. She's redeemable. It's not like, I know she killed a lot of people, but I mean, Loki killed 80 people in two days and we still love him. So, uh, and I'm going to keep p- pressing that point home. Uh, the All the Sam Raimi touches were perfect. And it's so funny that people like, are, keep calling it scary because to me, it's just pure camp um, and, and that Sam Raimi style that, that is so entertaining and so great. Um, there are a couple jump moments, uh, but for the most part, um, you know, I, yes, maybe six is too young to see it. But I saw a big tweet today that was like, it's so gory. It should have been rated R. I'm like, it's it's not gory, though. Uh, it's really not. Uh, b- uh, but yes, I enjoyed it immensely. I cannot wait to see it a third time. And I cannot wait to talk more specific details uh, with you all here today.
1: Awesome. I literally have a bit in the notes that is like, let Jamie get on her soapbox about Wanda. <laughs> so we will, we will get to that more in depth, but I love what you said already. Cause I completely agree with so much of it. Aaron, what did you think?
3: Um, I, I, just to reiterate what we did on the podcast earlier this week, I mean, they really let him go. And I was really surprised that they just let Sam Raimi really go ham. Like the way that he did, like, I had multiple staffers from both like other Viacom properties like asking me stuff about it, and I was just like, "It's it's scary. Like it's actually it's not. They're not lying to you in these trailers. It gets it get it goes there as my Twitter mentions would have you believe. Um, they made some choices. They really did. They made some wild choices. I uh, uh, I know in my theater some of the stuff, some of the deaths, there were like nervous like wow that laughter out of people because they didn't know how to take it so I think that's a good thing that we're like we really are in phase four doing a lot of different projects that can do completely different tones from each other and I've seen some like commentary that I guess maybe they feel like it doesn't do enough like that that we were promised this big like franchise altering installment and this wasn't that but i think in some small ways if you really pay attention there are some really huge things for the MCU like sprinkled in through this movie i mean it, it's 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 wild that it exists and i think that's great we are now batting what like 80% on i can't believe this thing happened <laughs> since in game so we're we're in a good spot everybody
1: Yeah, I completely agree with everything that everyone has said. I like to hone in on Aaron's point. My main takeaway now that I've slept on this movie for a couple days, I haven't seen it a second time. I'm very much looking forward to doing so. But like, I still am in the camp of, I cannot believe that this exists. Both in the sense of... Sam Raimi got to do the horror things that he did. These are the 10 like coolest scariest sequences I've ever seen in the MCU and they're all in one movie in very short succession from each other. And also just the fact that we are now through the looking glass and the elements of this movie exist and the lore and the setup to Secret Wars exist. I, I'm in the same camp as Jamie. Of, I was spoiled on a lot of stuff. I knew who the all, all the Illuminati were going to be going in. I knew Charlize was going to be in it. But like the biggest surprise to me was the word incursion. Just hearing that said out loud in a Marvel movie was like oh my god we are we're going we're going to a degree that i did not think we were going to go in this movie so it was this thing where even though the biggest surprises were spoiled there were so many little things to enjoy that i just loved it i've loved it more as i've thought about it which is the best kind of way to have a look at a movie like this um But yeah, so now we're going to dive into more of the plot-specific things. Um, I love the fact that Strange actually kind of has a character arc through this movie. I know one of my biggest worries as the rumors started coming out and everything was like, how is he as a character going to be changed by this? Because it felt like he could just be on a carousel of cameos and multiverse stuff and not really have an arc in himself. But I love the fact that he's kind of grappling with his own happiness and his... Inner peace and stuff like that. Um, and then Garganto shows up and is chasing after America Chavez and dies almost immediately. I did want to ask Adam, because I know you are a <laughs> yes. Schumer Gareth super fan, you are a Rintra super fan. Mm-hmm. Both of them do not have a yeah. lot of
0: screen time what? in this
4: movie. Yeah, it's insane.
1: <laughs> I was very curious what your thought was on that.
4: Um, no, it's true. Cr- I expected like Rentra to actually have like a speaking line. I think he yeah. reacts to somebody and he still has a Funko Pop. He's the build a figure <laughs> with the, the, the Marvel Legends. Um oh, yeah, it is peculiar. I don't think they did name Gargantos in the film at all.
1: No. Um, no. so
4: so I can't remember who I was talking with, but uh, it's peculiar they didn't do that. It's interesting they didn't do that. I wonder I wonder if it's the naming rights issue and they had to put something on the t shirt to say no, this isn't, you know, Schuma or or what the deal is. Um but I I mean I would be very bummed if that was technically the Shuma we we've seen in the comics, right? Because that's a being that could contr- like rules the multiverse. Um, speaking of comics, it is interesting that the MCU is now. Six one six. I think that's okay. in the notes. That we'll
1: oh yeah, I did. I did want to ask everybody's thoughts on that. I personally do not like that. I am on. Mm. I'm of the camp of like, if you are doing kind of a larger multiverse and you want it to encompass both your live action stuff, your animated stuff, and your comics, it should all be separate from each other. It should mm. not counteract each other. So I, I'll, I'll come to terms with it, but I don't like that. Like first and foremost, I'm curious what y'all think about it.
2: It was exciting to hear. Yeah, um, just because people have like wanted to hear for so long. I know at the at the premiere there were cheers. It was interesting, like the theater versus the premiere, like and uh, what what got uh, hyped. I am sad to say that I be- think I blame the leaks and everything. That at my theater last night, mm-hmm. the biggest cheer of the whole night was for Nicole Kidman at the in the AMC <laughs> ad. Uh, she got a bigger cheer than anyone in that movie. Mm-hmm. So I think that tells you a lot about uh, about the surprises and how they were. Spoiled, but I, I, I got it. It was just exciting to hear it. I didn't really think deeper than that. Um, and you make a good point.
3: Yeah, uh, I thought I thought they had already named this universe. They Funny
1: in like Far From Home, I think like yeah, but like he was lying. Like he was, well, he was kind true. of just he was making stuff up. So I think it was a thing of like this doesn't technically count as six one six, but like now we know it is six one six.
4: Okay. Uh, I don't think. I, so when Modoc was out and I was talking to Jordan Bloom, I don't think he was supposed to say this, but he said at Marvel Entertainment, there's like a, a, an encyclopedia of the actual worlds. So technically, at one point, the MCU was Earth 1999, think. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I, it's the cool Easter egg, but it's the type of thing like Twitter and the, <laughs> yeah. the stands of the fans. Everyone's going to be like continuity. And I mean, it makes sense because. Reed Richards has kind of sort of looked like John Krasinski for years and Valkyrie (laughs) now looks like Tessa Thompson and all these characters just magically look like their live action counterparts (laughs) as soon as the movie comes out, right? So it makes sense. But now it is yeah,
1: the it, it thing, as a person who loves reading like the Marvel and DC wikis, the because yeah, they like the MCU counterparts have had the like n- the 1099 or whatever, mm-hmm. like that long classification. So now it's just going to be confusing of like which 616 page for a character are you looking at? Like the classification for all of this is going to be such a mess. I know they probably have a plan, I know they've like figured out mm-hmm. they've had multiverse meetings, so I'm sure there's a larger plan here. It's it's a nice little Easter egg, it's just going to melt our brains, I think, as we get closer it, to the It's Super
4: insane. Run. We're even like discussing this I know. Like who would have thought?
1: I know. There's so much of this movie where it's like we're gonna have this conversation about this thing. Like we this Mm. thing is out here now. It's so crazy. Um but yeah and then the the movie references spider-man but surprisingly not a lot there's really just one scene talking with america chavez about like how strange and wong do magic and it surprisingly has very little to do with no way home i know the trailers especially the one that played after no way home really leaned into the idea of like oh strange casting that spells for spider-man is why all of this stuff is happening but then it ended up being like no you giving thanos the time stone is why all of this is happening which is a very
3: interesting decision what did y'all think and then feige says before it Movie comes out on the red carpet that no, it's not either of those things. It's freaking Sylvie stabbing Jonathan Majors. Like <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, so I much, didn't even there's catch there's that. too
1: much that's that's crazy yeah it's
3: true go look we wrote up on the site and i was like wait what, what? that's crazy i i was surprised
2: i just wanted like one little uh like uh exp- explainer when he was like we had a thing with spider-man mm-hmm. and then she's asking questions i wish he just would have said like oh i don't know what he looks like or i don't know who uh, he is just to kind of confirm that that spell stuck because yeah because I, I was surprised I would just wanted to be clear that he does not know who Peter Parker is. Cause that's how that movie ended. Uh, and I feel like it was a little confusing in terms of, of where he stands. Um, like he looks like a spider. Uh, do webs come out of his butt? His butt. Uh, I love that. <laughs> uh, I love a good, uh, a little, but jokes.
1: So. <laughs> 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 but no, I completely agree. I, I think they did just enough. Like you can infer it if you want to, but like since we don't know when we're getting Spider Man content next, it is this question of like when are we going to get a definitive answer on that stuff. Um, and then so America explains her situation. Strange asks for Wanda Maximoff's help in that situation, and then it kind of backfires when he realizes that oh she is the one who sent Shuma Gargantos and all of these other beings after America because she wants America's powers for herself so that she can get. To a universe where her kids are alive And find them for herself um, This is where Jamie gets to get on her Wanda soapbox I'm very curious what you think about this Because I personally was not prepared For the idea of Wanda kind of Being antagonist from the start I thought she was going to join the group Have a nice little adventure And then like break bad halfway through the movie And then that would be that So I'm curious what you think With them going from it- that
2: it's so funny in retrospect because the trailer really did let us know that she was the villain, but I didn't see it coming, uh, and and I loved it. Uh, you, I, I've talked many times in the show about how I love a lady baddie, uh, and to see—I mean, I brought this up when I spoke to Elizabeth today. No big deal. Um, that like she—it's so she's gotten to do everything with this character. I mean there's there's like every realm of genre and, and, and like as an actor, God, just so juicy. But so to see her go this far was so cool. And I saw somebody tweet that this ruins WandaVision and her like arc there. And I could not disagree with that more because first of all, WandaVision was something she did, uh, Westview did on accident and she fixed it. And then now it's not like, it's like, Oh, my trauma's over. It's just, Oh, my trauma has deepened. And so, yeah, of course she's going to snap a little and she has the dark hold that's making it worse and because of the dark hold it's not like she it's not like she can't be redeemed like i said earlier there are factors that that are going to allow like i like no part of me doesn't think we are not going to get a scarlet witch solo movie she's gonna where she doesn't totally get redeemed um Hopefully, find peace. Uh, you know, people are like, I think Wanda's dead. And I'm like, first of all, she's the Marvel's cash cow right now. Everyone's obsessed with her. They're not going to kill her off right now, especially after that arc. Um, but I, I just don't understand how anyone could not enjoy watching her eat that <laughs> up. I mean, I, I mean, what would this movie be without that performance and without that just. And like the the Jack Torrance like argh, craziness of it, I just I'm just obsessed with how much and and any and I just am really surprised that people would say that it. That it like ruins that because I don't know. I think that's a, that's not a very nuanced opinion. And, uh, uh, but no, I, I just, if, if it, I, part of me wishes that we would have gotten an end credit scene that, um, was like teasing the Agatha show because I, I really feel like I, all I want is, Agatha to to train Wanda like she does in the comics just like a little bit um, but uh, I, I and I did love the little button we got which I'm sure we'll talk later I know some people weren't happy about that we've, we've talked about this a million times some people don't like jokes some people do and those people are me I like a good joke so I um so yeah uh, team Wanda until I die she's never done anything wrong in her life and she will never do anything wrong in her life <laughs>
1: perfectly said I do agree it's like I think it is this thing where we've spoken about WandaVision and like the cultural impact of it on the show before I think it came at such a specific time and it hit people in such a personal way and it was the first MCU thing in several years we all had this communal experience of watching it and then we had like over a year of waiting for her next appearance so I think people built up her next appearance in this movie in their heads and then it didn't deliver exactly what they wanted and it delivered a different take on her being a villain and coming to terms with her grief that people weren't prepared for. But seeing the swagger that Lizzie has on screen, it is just going from how she was in Age of Ultron to now, it is like, this is the best arc for a character I think we've ever had in the MCU of just getting to see all of these different shades of a single character over the course of this long amount of time. So yeah, I completely agree with what Jamie said. I think she she did such a good job. I know the discourse is going to be super interesting, but it seems like by and large, people are really enjoying her performance. Adam, Aaron, what do y'all think?
4: Um, I think you can apply the discourse is going to be super interesting to anything in life. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a t-shirt. The discourse is yes. going to be super interesting. Uh, that's the thing. I Maybe it's my biggest criticism of the movie. I, I almost wish it wasn't like a Dr. Strange movie because that doesn't necessarily feel like it at times, just with how good Lizzie and both Sosie Gomez were. Yes. I mean, no, you know, the, uh, Shade to to Benedict, but they just killed it. I mean, he was great too. He played five different roles, you know, including a zombie that I laughed at just because how the I makeup know. looked and he was making the <laughs> weirdest <laughs> face. The, <Yeah>. the, <laughs> when the
1: frame rate kind of drops out when he's talking in zombie yeah. form, it is just the coolest thing ever. Like yeah. I think he he kind of knew he had to take her back. He knew yeah. he wasn't going to be the like, definitive performance in this movie, but he still is so comfortable and is having so much fun that I'm like, okay, you understand what role you're having here. Lizzie is over here just eating everything up, and we love her for yeah. it. Aaron, what do you think?
3: Uh, not to go like nerd hour, but like <laughs> me and Spencer talked about like, uh, you know, Elizabeth's performance in the context of it's such a like weird meta film geek thing to do to take her. And be like, okay, so we're going to make her the villain, but how do you go about that? And then to literally make the entire thing, this sort of weird meditation on other horror movie villains. Like when she's walking through the hallways, one of the first things I thought when I saw that teaser, her crushing that Ultron skull was like, oh, so we're just going to go carry. Like, we're just yeah. doing carry and fire starter. Like, that's what cool. we're doing. All right, cool. And this go this is a better fire starter movie than that fire starter movie that just came out. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> like, it is. She is also probably one of the most terror like terrifying horror movie, like, antagonist monsters that's been on, like, a screen in a movie that everybody's going to watch in, in a while, too. She fits perfectly alongside like other sort of portrayals, like, like the alien queen or like that shark in the Meg. She is terrified. You should be afraid when they're running. You, you're, you're doing right. You need to just run. Don't try and engage. Don't try to reason with her. Just run. It's a great, it's a great flip of that. So I felt like that was really cool. Also just You know, like, like Jamie said, I can't believe anybody would think that she was going to die at the end of this. Like, didn't like I know we don't have any confirmation of her signing that deal or whatever. That's been rumored that she signed for like seven years or like whatever. But it seems pretty clear that that's where we're headed. Like, and she had a ton of fun with this before the next time we see her again. She was so good. And it's like a horror thing, too. Sochi Gomez is a final girl. Yes, which is like wild. Like I was like, "Oh, Rami, man, you like no wonder they got you up in here." Like we're like, "Let the master work for a little while." So I was super impressed. And the second that she called her America, and I was like, "He didn't say anything about this girl's name." And then he turns, I was like, "Oh, uh oh, oh oh no!" If this is one of those weird puzzle box horror movies, like a, a a knife would come directly out from under him and kill him right there. So it was it was wild. I really enjoyed it.
1: That's perfect. I do, like, I do agree to your point. I think, like, I, I made the comparison to, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think this is the type of movie that, like, I am so happy this exists for the children of the world who are going to see this and become horror fans because of this. Because it is mm. this thing of, like, this is such a nice entry point. It is the biggest franchise in the world. It is largely very family friendly. But, like, if you are a, like, a middle school kid watching this and you know you like horror, but you haven't really seen it yet, this is such a good jumping off point of, like, oh, i I really like horror and I'm gonna pursue this and I'm gonna go watch more and there's no gatekeeping or like barrier of entry it's not rated R you can just absorb it for what it is and I think that is so great we always need movies like that and having it be a Marvel movie and be like biggest movie of the summer is so wild to me because I think like so many little kids are gonna like oh let's watch this at a sleepover and get like creeped out by everything like that is just gonna be the coolest part of it for me
2: PG 13 horror is so important for me when I was 12 it was the ring I saw the ring four times in theaters when When I was 12, I had never cared about horror and it changed my life. And it's, and it, and I, and I didn't really think about this until you said it. And I love that this has that potential.
1: Yeah, I I also will say, and I know Adam probably has so many thoughts about this. This now has me super confident in the Blade movie, because I think like now that we are at this point where we can get as creepy and as violent and bloody as we did in this movie, when it almost didn't need it on paper, I'm not worried about Blade at all. It's almost the reverse of where we were a couple of years ago. Like, oh, my God, the Netflix shows are so bloody and so violent and the movies are super like chaste. And now we've almost flipped. So we're like, oh, the movies can go there. Adam, I'm sure you have thoughts. No, you know, absolutely, and
4: that's like the uh, Ultron bo- bot oil and, and lubricant or whatever it was. I don't think I don't want to speak for other people, but I think people just kind of assume that's. But it's just gross. It's disturbing. She's covered in this stuff because she's mutilating people. That they, they. This movie is full of examples of how to do you know horror right with the PG-13 rating. Um, the the moments when she was manipulating the reflections. Yes. I'm like they did not go there. This is incredible. And then the the body horror when yes. she's un uh. you, unpackaging herself. <laughs> it's gross and it's scary. Um uh, yeah. I, there there's ways to get around it. They exploded Black Bolt's brain and yeah. that was uh, that was disgusting <laughs> and there was blood for that cuz it's a nosebleed. And it's just <laughs> stuff like that. It's it's ways to get around the rating. I mean Blade could be the bl- non-bloodiest, bloodiest movie ever. They can make vampire like they did in the original trilogy. I mean, there was the Blood Rave, yeah. But with the exception of the Blood Rave, you know, the vampires would burn away when stabbed or whatever. I mean Blade can slaughter thousands and thousands and thousands of vampires. I mean we've seen Thanos decapitated twice, I think, or something, and his arm got chopped off. As long as there's no blood, you know, they can make they can chop Blade could chop Dracula into 14 pieces and we'd be good to go. (laughs) Like trunks? Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's it's just so wild. So going back to just the movie itself, there's also the reveal that like people's dreams are doorways into the multiverse, which I think has, is is going to have very weird ramifications. You, I'm waiting for some to go back at like anytime time anyone has ever dreamed or referenced dream in the MCU, just be like, was that something in the multiverse? Because I think that's a very cool little thing, Jamie. Do you? Have I thoughts? was trying to remember.
2: I was like, mm-hmm. I was I was really trying to rack my brain, and now I just want to go back and watch them all so that I because there's definitely some dreams that happen, but I can't think of any, and I'm like. But now I need to know. Yeah, has it, that has is
3: Cap had a dream of him and Peggy dancing in one of them movies. I
2: think that was a Wanda. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and an Ultron. Okay.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I'm very curious about that because that is just such a cool, like, little shorthand to showcase the multiverse without really needing to showcase it. Um, and then we have American Strange going through all the universes, like just kind of somersaulting through them. There's the one bit where Strange looks like he's. Drank Sprite, like that one Drake commercial. <laughs> um, there's so much in there. I am so ready for people to just go frame by frame because like we've spoken about it when the trailers came out. I feel like that was the savage land at some point with the dinosaurs. I feel like that has to be. Yeah. There's like the one very neo-futuristic, like floating car sort of universe. And now I'm gonna head canon until we're proven wrong. I'm like, is that 2099? Because I feel like it could be. Like I feel like we could just Ooh. be setting that up. Cause it's like at this point, they had to have like like put a little something in there. They had to have sprinkled something that that. that we could potentially like recognize from the comics. And I feel like that's one of those. And just like the paint universe was so cool. And I love the sound design in this movie. I love when they are able to not only let like sound effects get really gross and noticeable, but when they're able to just have things be like silent. And so like when the paint universe and it's just like the music drops out and you just hear that, that was just the coolest thing ever. I was so happy with that. And then it's revealed that America has gone through 73 universes so far in her journey to get to strange. so then we end up in the 838 universe, which is where the whole Illuminati stuff takes place. Um, we meet Bruce Campbell, who is the pizza papa, who sells pizza balls on the street. I, I was not prepared for this level of cameo. I had had my own theories going into this of how Bruce Campbell would factor into this. And this was just so delightful. I thought it was so great. And I'm just waiting for pizza balls to somehow be like sold at Avengers Campus. I feel like the RD oh, team sure. is trying to figure out how to make those a real thing. And they're going to sell them by like the end of the summer.
2: Are you kidding me? I was just like, I'm, ah, Bruce Campbell. Like, you knew he was going to be there, but, but like beating, like beating himself up. It was just, it was just the perfect little Jerry, which is why, uh, I guess like if you hate the, the post credit scene, you're, you're just not like, it's for Sam Raimi fans that, and and I think that that's awesome because you don't get that a lot in the MCU, like where you really it's it's a moment for the director, and I think that's awesome. I love that this week we learned that Sam Raimi calls him baby. Uh, I will be uh, <laughs> thinking about that forever until I die. Um, he, like I, I, you know, I, I, a part of me was like I wish he could have been in even more of it, but uh, I think it was perfect, and I think ending on him was uh, a very fun decision.
1: I completely agree. We dive into America's backstory. She's from the Utopian parallel within the comics is this whole kind of separate universe on the edge of the multiverse. It's kind of like ruled by one of Wanda's kids in a weird way. Comics are so weird you guys. Um, and <laughs> like and she lives there. Everything's happy. She gets powers and her her parents her two moms end up kind of dying. More recent comics, comics have tried to retcon this and have made it a thing where it's like oh she was basically on 616 universe all along and like imagined all of that as a coping mechanism which I do not like that personally. I'm so so glad mm-hmm. we went with the fun comic accurate aspect of it because I'm also I love the nugget of like her parents are out there she can go find them because eventually she probably will nothing is impossible in the MCU anymore. Um oh
3: that's me <laughs> that's
1: me <All> right. <laughs> for a second I was like do we have a surprise? Oh no <laughs> Jim just crashes it and just like makes the show up at midnight pirate radio. Um and then we also get the establishing of Wandegore, which is the mountain that Wanda goes to to access the original Darkhold. And that's where so much of the big set pieces are. Adam, do you want to give like the cliff notes on Wandegore? Because I know there's so much to it. Like, uh,
4: to the cliff notes, it's a big, spooky mountain. <laughs> 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 that, uh, yeah, it's like the the home of chaos magic. They said the name. They said, they said, uh, apparently in the MCU, it's Chathon. I know. <laughs> it's weird to say, like, Cthulhu, but anyway, <laughs> Chithon, whatever you say. Uh, yeah, that's kind of his base. He's the the world's first demon, um, and they went there. They they brought him up. So uh, it's you know the Scarlet Witch movie needs a villain, right? Maybe I I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's not it's like the the root of chaos magic and all sorts of freaky stuff goes on there. I mean, there's there's ties to Scarlet, there's ties to Agatha, there's ties to, I think, uh, Bova, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, it's comics. You know, you guys know the deal. <laughs> Everyone has has been to Wondagore at one point. Uh, but yeah, that's just kind of the root of um, All Things Chaos Magic. It is interesting. I mean, we got some kind of pseudo-establishing shots, but we don't really know where Wondagore is, right? Is it even in this plane of existence or where... How do you get to it? I don't know. It's just super interesting how they set that up, and I think it is a mythos they could definitely um, definitely can and should explore in future shows or um, movies. I mean, Agatha's on the way. I think they'll go yeah. different routes with that, but maybe she has experience with it. I mean, all the sorcerers knew. By the way, it's cool how the all the um, sorcerers had different, what do you want to call it, families, or I don't want to mm-hmm. say cults, or like sex or, or whatever little you clicks. know but yeah, yeah little clicks little groups different you know different vibes and i, I like that one.
1: different like chapters of the same yes there, chapters yeah. of
4: the order of the mystic arts or whatever
1: yeah i loved you describing wonder it made it sound like it was the hot new vacation spot you're like everyone's been there at one point or <laughs> yeah time or make the
4: merch make the merch ah, they honestly, did it with you know honda yeah. and As- new asgard apparently there's new asgard mm-hmm. shirts wonder i'm getting yeah. Corrupt. <laughs> I, have my, I
1: have my own theories about where Wondagore is but I'll save this for the end of the show because they are about kind of like what could come next after this um, and then we meet 838 Mordo um, who does not hate Strange yet we then learn that he actually kind of does he has a beef with the Strange of his universe um, it's implied that like 616 Mordo has been dealt with I was I was debating about this with Chris and his brother earlier this morning of like is it just a thing where they either dealt with this on screen or they're saving this for the third movie or did like the blip just screw up his plans because it's like hey I I can't really destroy Doctor Strange's life if Doctor <laughs> Strange isn't there. So, what do y'all think about? Adam, me? I was- oh
3: what? Oh, we, we, you remember us talking about this? This is long ago that we. I was on nights with you still. Mm. Do you, Do we? Do we want to go? Like oh we're full. Like uh, <laughs> plot leak. Dark web internet version of what this movie was supposed to be originally.
1: I have heard some inklings, but I don't know if we want to go there. I have
3: to refresh my mind. We talk about so much. (laughs) We talk about so much. It's nice to be friends. It it is speculated that in an earlier draft of this movie, he tries to run up on Wanda and end all this before it starts. Right, and she, of course, deals with him thoroughly, Mm -hmm. and he's gone. But. That's yep. not in this version of this movie. So mm-hmm. we think maybe he's still out there. Actually, the funny thing is that this Mordo still survives too, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, I he's still message,
1: in that ditch. I had to message Spencer last night because I was writing up like what happens to the Illuminati and who are the Illuminati. And I was like, did Mordo die? Because I feel like I would have remembered if he did, because every other death is so memorable. And he was like, nah, he just got left in the hole. Like he's just stuck in the <laughs> hole. And I'm like, right. oh, okay. Yeah. Like this, like Mordo just cannot catch a break. He is just so tired. <laughs>
2: This is one of my like nitpicky things about this movie is that I was kind of annoyed that we never we don't know what happened because only because the first Doctor Strange that that's the credit scene is that he comes up on Benjamin Bratt and is like takes Benjamin Bratt's, uh, you know, source of power. And and it's like then we never find out what happens. And then Strange is all like he hates me so much. But that was just a small portion of uh, that was like the lead in um and i was really surprised that that we got zero 616 mordo um and i, I just like I'm, I'm gonna need that loose end tied up but i do like the theory that like man the blip happened he bigger fish to fry uh, he's <laughs> given up his quest um uh so but that's yeah i i was a little disappointed in that
0: hmm.
1: And then so going into the Illuminati, we have spoken about them throughout the show. We have heavily hinted at them. Um, there's so much with the Illuminati sequence in this movie. Um, they operate with the Baxter Foundation. So that is now canon in the Marvel multiverse, which is very cool. Um, incursions are real. I stated that at the beginning of the show. I still cannot believe I've had multiple conversations with people this week that have basically started with. So incursions are canon now, like and just going from there because it is just so crazy that that aspect is actually real in this multiverse and that's what we're dealing with um so the members of the illuminati are 838 Mordo, um captain carter played by Haley atwell captain marvel who is maria rambeau played by lashana lynch black bolt played by Anson Mount and an alternate version from how we saw him in the Inhumans TV show, complete with the comic accurate costume. I am so happy for this man. He's having such a good week with the mm-hmm. Star Trek show premiering. And now this of like, I to go from the Inhumans show being as panned as it was. And as like underwhelming as it was to now, like in my screening of critics, just an actual applause break for him as Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. I was like, this man deserves this. Like, I am so happy for him that he is now in this context. Um, and then we have, uh, uh, prof- or Professor X, played by Patrick Stewart, and then we've we've referenced it, we've hinted at it. John Krasinski is Reed Richards. <laughs> he was in this he was in this movie after years upon years of people fan casting and hoping that he could play Reed Richards. We finally got it in this context. What did y'all think about the Illuminati lineup?
2: great I wish it was a surprise Uh, Mm. you know and and I'm trying to get over it I the thing I I have like okay uh, this is gonna be a classic Jamie complaint (laughs) and it's related to Black Bull and and uh, I don't, didn't know who Anson Mount was until this week. I, I asked uh, BD afterwards. I was like, "Who's that actor?" And I had to, he, he had to say it three times because it <laughs> sounded like mush to me. Uh, but now that I know who he is, and I think he did a great job in this movie, and I'm and like I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm going to be a fan. I think he's great. Um, but. I can't help but be a little sour that in a movie that where the main issue is the dark hold of of the shows they could have chosen from, they choose humans a canceled show that. I didn't even see. And, you know, I, I, that's my job to watch these things when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had an entire season about the Darkhold. How like if if, if there was no inhumans, it wouldn't bother me. But like, why why wouldn't you pull from the show that like has its best season is about the Darkhold Quake? I just wanted to see Quake in that spot because quake versus wanda would have been uh the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and um th- and normally i don't harp on things that could have been but it's only because of the dark hold and it just seems like a missed opportunity and that like all the dark holds and all of the universes are gone now uh and what I'd like to know w- what that means for <laughs> Agents of Shields uh, <laughs> universe. Whether or not you know, it's still unclear if that is its different universe. Uh, you know, we're not going to get into that again. Um, but uh, other, but that aside, it was cool. Uh, I I think and nice of them to to bring him in and let him do something cool, just like James Erc from uh, Captain or Agent Carter. Because I love Agent Carter, and that show should also shouldn't have been canceled. So, I, I, but it is funny. It's like let, let's throw a bone to our <laughs> to our canceled shows uh, people uh, when maybe they shouldn't have been canceled. I can't speak on Inhumans. I've not seen it. Maybe it should have been canceled. Um, so, but other than that, it was an awesome lineup. I also would like to say that uh, uh, Haley Atwell looks amazing. Yes. <laughs> like, oh I couldn't God. get
1: over how good she looked. The uh, live wow. action Captain Carter costume just slapped. I will say to your point about Black Bold, I think it was just a thing of like trying to have it kind of mirror the Illuminati roster in the comics because like he mm-hmm. and Reed Richards and Professor yeah. X are all part of that. So I think it was a thing of like, we have Captain Carter, we have Captain Marvel, they're not really in the team in the books. So this was a little bit more of a bone for that. And again, I this man came up with like an entire sign language for the show, like for Inhumans, like he, he put so much effort into that show, and it didn't really get to be showcased. So to get him get his due now is just so good. Adam, Aaron, what do y'all think about the Illuminati?
4: Aaron, you wanna go? Or you want me to go? Yep. I had so many thoughts. So <laughs> first of all, I, I applaud the professionalism of Jenna calling inhumans <laughs> underwhelming and, and not going further than that. Kudos. Um there there's so many decisions. Part of me is so excited because they said black agar boltagon, right? Yes. Uh, so I was ecstatic, but then they also went a step further to name drop Inhumans again and Terrigen Mist and all that stuff. And it's like it's like they they do that to keep Twitter in an ever <laughs> expanding brawl. I I mean, why not? It's free marketing. <laughs> um, it's just insane that they did it. And then we're going to get Miss Marvel where it's not touched on whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but it's kudos to <laughs> Anton Mount man. Marvel could have went every direction. Um, they could have had Vin Diesel, which would have been yes. a huge pop in the theater, um, but they didn't. They went with Anthony Mount, who appeared in in the series and he even got in that one fight with James Gunn, um, yeah. and he still got an MCU role, a bona fide movie MCU role. So uh, good on him. Um, they gave him the arm flaps. Um, that was cool for a little myself. bit. Oh, that was cool. Um, they showed the powers. Um, I wonder what did he there's a moment in the series that he accidentally spoilers for the series mm-hmm. no one ever watched I'm not as sure if he can strip um, <laughs> he kills his parents that's, and that's yeah. his comic thing he kills his parents because he's a moody teenager and he says no or something or I'm, I thought I said I'm sorry which is how he killed Stephen Strange. But I think he said
1: why him... in the TV right. show. Cause I oh, remember okay. my family and I all laughing at that line yeah. and quoting wow. it back
5: and forth for several. And it was just like
4: little like uh, wispy wind things. Yes. But then they gave him um, there's a, a really good panel that I wish we would have gotten. It might've been infinity or something of black bolt and Thanos where, where black bolt goes. No. And it, it has those blue sonic waves. And that's exactly uh, what they looked like in the, in the, the movie. Um, the Illuminati, yeah, they they all got killed in the most gruesome ways. Like when the shield awesome. was flying back I towards know. Captain Carter, I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. But uh, it's that's crazy. The, the Illuminati is crazy. Uh, a million thoughts. I mean, we could sit here and talk for three <laughs> hours on it. I mean, Jenna, you and I share the same exact thoughts on they need John Krasinski to play Reed Richards from here on out. Otherwise, it's going to be insufferable with the next guy.
1: That is, is my one qualm. Yeah, I I am now in the mindset of like you cannot put the toothpaste back in the tube. Now mm-hmm. of like you, you gave you gave the fans who wanted Krasinski an inch, and now they are going to take a foot. And right. I I don't know how I feel about that because I personally. I think he's a fine Reed Richards in this context. I do think it is funny how he is supposedly the smartest man in the world. And yet he immediately says what black bolts powers and weaknesses are. (laughs) And then Wanda can use them to her advantage. But like, I I think he's a fine Reed Richards in this context, but he is not fully comic Reed Richards to me. I want someone who's a little bit more smarmy and like confident and is the biggest, like smartest person in the room. There's a really great line in the recent Iron Man run where like Tony has the power cosmic and he gives everyone his intelligence and like reads responses. Like, I think I just got dumber. And it's like, I need a read who justifies play that and do that. And I think Krasinski would be fine. I would come around to it, but I almost want to see somebody else. It's just this weird thing now of like, he is cast. He can exist now whenever they are building the FF, which we don't know at this point now that John Watts isn't directing anymore, how long that's going to take. But like, I I don't envy whoever they do cast as read if it's not Krasinski, because mm-hmm. then they're going to be like, well, I wanted Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Like you were supposed to give him yeah. them and then you didn't do that. So yeah. What do y'all I, think about that?
2: I I agree, totally agree with what you said and like it's going it, to it, it's it's unclear at this point and it's going to suck if for whoever might be the role if it's not him I could I'm so fine either way. Um it'd be cool if he kept doing it um but it'd be cool if someone else did it. What I'm harping on is when Strange was like weren't you guys a big deal in the 60s? Because Um, Okay, so does that mean that when the Fantastic Four movie happens, it's going to take place in the 60s? And if it does, how have we never heard of them? Uh, And so Jenna has a help, help me with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this has been a theory in Chris and I's household for several years of like, if they do FF, how do they explain it in the MCU? Make it partially a period piece in the 60s, because Mm -hmm. then you can honor the way that they debuted in the comics. You can make it a thing where they go through the quantum realm or the negative zone or whatever. And then it's like interstellar rules of like, oh, a minute passes for them and it's really like Mm -hmm. a decade out in our world and by the time they get back to the present day it's closer to the present and everything has changed and then they kind of go from there that is my hope for like how that has been my hope for how they would do the fantastic four you can easily justify why people don't know who they are i don't know how you do that like it is kind of one of those things if you think about it it's like why don't people talk about them more but i as soon as strange i like jumped in my seat i was like oh my god they're doing it they are from the 60s they're not just like kids who started doing this 10 15 years ago and it's like we're going to have to progressively move the sliding scale. So I loved that. I but I can totally get why that would be confusing.
2: I'm excited <laughs> at the idea of a 1960s set Marvel movie. Um yeah. I just think like aesthetically uh, and stuff that'll be awesome. It's just like we've already had like you know Captain America, First Avenger and yeah. then we have the Captain Marvel who, you know, mm-hmm. started the name of and and it's like but so but there were more in between. Um <laughs> as long as they explain it and I have faith they do, but I do the idea of a uh, that period piece I think would be cool.
1: I think it's a thing where they can explain it as like these scientists went missing mm-hmm. on like a space mission and like we didn't we think they're just gone and then by the time they come back it's like oh these are actually superheroes and now mm-hmm. the entire world's full of superheroes and they can fight alongside them. Aaron, what did you think about like the Illuminati and the Reed Richards of it all?
3: Um as someone who managed to escape most of the spoilers but our own like weird need to freaking <laughs> To just get every secret out of a movie before it is from the like posters and stuff. Like we saw Captain Carter shield in the posters. Like I figured because it was a bad look how they did Lashana Lynch that she be back and then they kill they kill her again. Uh, <laughs> you know I I am happy for everybody who really wanted Krasinski in the role, but. I think you guys do have a very, very good point about like you can't you can't unwish like after we've done this, because you're right. We're going to have another situation. I hate to incur the specter of Star Wars <laughs> where people rage for two months after whoever gets cast. If it's not John Krasinski, and Emily Blunt and those two. Characters. And it's funny because I'm like, that was probably the biggest cheer in my in the screening we went to was when Krasinski portal did and everybody's like oh my god and I'm like "Who? if they kill this man if they <laughs> kill this man these people are going to be sad you could hear a pin drop when she made him string cheese it was terrible (laughs) i was like wow nobody's vibing with that i'm like i wonder what's gonna happen in like a regular theater Mm because everybody here it's like somebody died but no one really died it was just a movie y'all um so it is an interesting approach i admire some of the restraints because it could have really been a huge cameo fest. You know, yes. you had people thinking that he was going to get there to those pads in front of them. And it was going to be Deadpool looking over him like freaking Seth MacFarlane, like first time, uh. huh? Like, <laughs> or something weird like that. And that just didn't happen. Um, for the sixties, like period piece of it all, I'd be down for that. It's going to depend on who the director is. Um, yes. I also would like someone to get a camera on Brandon Davis when it's explained that they owned where the fucking tower was back in the sixties, <laughs> and because they went away, civil asset forfeiture led to them building the tower because no one actually laid claim to it because it have been dormant for forty years. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be <laughs> his, his brain's gonna explode. What's up? That Bennett? was
1: the perfect use of our one f bomb. That was excellent. That was so good. <laughs>
5: um, but no,
1: I also I have to say I love that I love that we established like, yes, Sue exists in this universe. Yes, they have kids. I feel like they peppered in the kids thing because I'm still convinced we're going to get the kids whenever we actually do the movie of them in the 616 universe. Yeah. Wanda's line about how, like, oh, cool, there'll be someone left to raise them when you die is was so brutal. That was the coolest, like, thing I've ever heard. I loved that. Um, the X-Men theme when Professor X rolled up. I, I had heard that that was going to happen. I wish I hadn't because I would have astral-planed out of the theater. I am so looking forward to the day that the first trailer for whatever the X-Men movie is in the MCU and it uses that as the lick at the end of the trailer because I will ascend to a new level of being. That, that just made me so happy. The interesting thing is that it's labeled as the X-Men 97 theme in the credits which makes me wonder like once we get that animated show, is this the exact theme music that we're going to hear? Because the show originally did not start at 97. That's just where we're picking up with the new Disney Plus continuation. So that was very interesting. And then Charles says his just because someone stumbles and loses their way line, which I thought that was really cool Peggy says I could do this all day as we Mm -hmm. mentioned everyone dies very brutally (laughs) I'm still just in awe of Black Bolt's head popping off that was the coolest thing um i I wish you
2: guys could have seen bd like (laughs) like he's like like he could not he was so shaken to his core that these people were dying like at one point i think he literally went oh my god (laughs) like we like i like i feel like um for those who are visually watching this like this is would have been brandon's face during the movie (laughs) and this is me (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, i was just
2: i was living for the destruction and i was having so much fun and like i, I think i'm pretty sure he and he liked that too but i think he was just so shocked by it uh,
1: that's what i love about it it's just how shocking it is aaron do you want to say it's something? just like you know
3: like we, it's all out there now everybody who keeps telling me that so and so thing can't happen that this won't First. happen in the mcu mm-hmm. like Go ahead and put that to bed. I'll give you a shovel. Like, it's over with. <laughs> we had, like, a man's head. Like you said, a man's head explode. We had a bisection. We had mm. a man get hit with the cheese grater. <laughs> we had a whole bunch of stuff. She, like, let's not even talk about, like, even before that, like, there was things that was, like, t- like hinting you before. Like, when Wanda first lands on the ground in Karmataj and she woofs that guy out of existence. Yeah. Or when Ooh. Sarah kills a Darkhold and she's immolated and turned into charcoal. Yep. Like there's like all kinds of <laughs> wild stuff where I'm like, anyone who tells me now that like, they're not going to do Mephisto because they won't have a devil on Disney plus or anything. You need to watch this movie because all mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. on the table. Like midnight suns is going to rip because yeah. it's going to be insane <laughs> yeah. now.
1: A thousand I percent. I, I do like what we said it on Wednesday, but like the one million moms petition and the people who are going to be like, this is a new satanic panic because my precious Marvel movies have scary stuff in it. Like I, I know that's going to happen, and I'm almost looking forward to it. Um, and then we have Strange meets Eight Thirty Eight. Strange, who is kind of the evil Strange. They fight with music notes, which was the coolest thing I have ever seen. Yeah. I the the technical prowess of that, and then Danny Elfman's guitar licks in the last third of this movie are some of my favorite music cues that we've had in superhero stuff recently. That was just so cool the music notes were just insane does anyone have any like pressing thoughts on that because i love that so much
2: the music was so cool just like it's like i was awesome and tony didn't like that and i was like i don't i was just about to say he did not like it wow I was like, I'm sorry, you like you're someone who knows how to have fun. So I don't understand this reaction. (laughs) Uh, Like and and, like he begrudgingly saw it a second time last night with me. He did not want to. And I was like, So do you have any different thoughts? He didn't hate it. He just it's not he didn't love it. And he was and I was like, did the maybe the music was more no, didn't like the music. I just it's wild to me because that was it was just so
1: creative and neat. I, this now, like, as, as someone who's also a DC fan, this makes me confident of, like, use this as a basis for how to show Zatanna's powers in live action, mm. because I feel like you can Ooh. do the similar sort of thing of, like, the, like, s- backward speaking can be, like, a physical thing the way the music notes were. That was just so amazing. Yeah. And then Christine Palmer actually gets stuff to do this time in, yes. in the other universe. I was so happy for Rachel McAdams. Chris mentioned one thing, and I now, in hindsight, agree with this. He was sad that she never did uh, oh, no, he died, like, game night, because he was like, there's, like, five different <laughs> opportunities where <laughs> yeah. she Said <laughs> that to somebody But I love when she's Like holding the thing And she's like Go back to hell Like it was just Perfect yes. horror <sighs> camp I'm so happy that Rachel McAdams actually gets to thrive in this universe now after not really getting to do anything in the first movie um, Strange possesses the dead defender Strange as we said the frame rates are dripping his, his face is like half zombified that was just one of the most surreal moments of this movie Like I cannot believe what I'm watching right now the entire third act is the main character as a zombie basically <laughs> this is just so cool and then America uses her powers to get Wanda to realize that she's scaring the 838 versions of her kids Wanda sacrifices herself to destroy Wanda Gore as we mentioned this then destroys the dark hold in every universe, which is such a cool narrative decision. Um, Does anyone have any thoughts on the ending itself before we get into the post credit scenes?
3: Um, (laughs) I I just want to say, I know some people are going to probably be upset by it's not this like knock down drag out thing that all of these movies end up being, but I do like the understated choice of her, like, like America tell like Wanda like look this is how you look right now this is how you look and kudos to the two little ones for really selling just really weird little childhood innocence yes of like get away from my mom get away from my mom what are you doing and I'm just sitting there laughing like this is exactly like they actually behave I guess like you know a child would because I don't even know in that universe they probably don't even have their powers or anything yet so there's nothing else they could do they're just like oh well you know there's no Incredibles pose to give them their their skills yet. Maybe and maybe it happens. We don't know where they other they came from there either, too, because there's no vision in this entire movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Because this is my <laughs> okay, let's a quick sidetrack. Mm-hmm. This is my number one gripe with this movie is that, that you're not like, okay, I'm sorry, you're all about trying to find your kids. You're not trying to find one universe where your kids <laughs> and vision are there. Like this whole all this started because you you're heartbroken over the death of vision. And 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 does it doesn't mean that maybe vision is dead in every uh, universe and if so tell me that because <laughs> I don't buy for a second that like yes I, I, they say that when you become a mother they become more important than anyone and maybe even your spouse but no I I, I don't like that they really just kind of did Vision dirty and didn't she uh, she mentions him once to Strange and that's it and like is he not in any of these universes there's no like, I, I need to know
3: is,
5: and uh, is, I was is I, that's like my biggest like complaint point? Like I is, don't know hmm. right That's
2: what I was was, thinking, but like, then tell me.
1: I was thinking about, like, in the 838 universe in particular, I think it's just a thing of vision doesn't exist because the Ultron bots are like good and are for the Illuminati. So if Ultron never broke bad, then there was not a vision in the way that we have Paul Bettany's vision. I also think it's a thing where you could make the argument that, like, it's the ship of Theseus from the Wanda and FNAF. Like, Vision as himself as the one that Wanda loves is the only one who has lived through those exact experiences with mm. her. So it's probably a thing of, like, that's a lost cause, trying to find a Vision who did the same exact thing. So I'm just going to focus on finding my children, because even then, Vision didn't really have a role in creating them anyway. Like, Wanda just created them with their magic. So there's, an, there's a way to hand wave it, but it is kind of a prickly thing once you actually think about it.
4: Mm. Yeah, it is interesting that, so i need to stop <laughs> thinking about the multiverse <laughs> because the tva still exists but yes. they, uh, they're like whatever just do whatever you want steven it's fine um <laughs> but then there's infinite universes but only the earth- destruction of mount wandegor and earth 616 destroys the dark holds everywhere. that's what leads me to believe it's like i there's only one Wanda gore or something, right? Because if there's infinite universes, this isn't the first time Wundagore's been destroyed. Yeah. Um,
3: that's a s- very little, <laughs> <it's> a super <laughs> nitpicky thing, but it's whatever. I,
1: know, I, think, I totally get it. Yeah,
3: yeah, I think you're right, Adam. I think it's like Talo. I think it's extra the yeah. exact same way. Yeah. Um, but oh. I mean, let's uh, save it for Jenna's. So here, <laughs> this is how the Iron Fist movie is going to go. <laughs> Hello,
4: <laughs> Mount Wanda Gore, Lan, the, These are the capital cities of heaven. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. I love it. I will just say, like, to get it out of the way, my theory for where we see Wanda next, if it is like a Scarlet Witch thing or just a group thing, do Children's Crusade. Have it be a thing yes. where it's like somehow Dr. Doom and Latveria either because they're close to Wandegore or he is aware of Wondegore. It's like, "Hey, I like magic. That 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 lady did some evil stuff over there with magic. Let me go save her from the rubble and like brainwash her into being my wife." And then you start the story from there. That is my hope. It like in one way or another that that's what we're building to because I feel like the way that her death is set up in this movie kind of leads into that very well. So, yeah. Uh, that'd be dope.
4: See, our, our minds are really synced because you also bring up Doom and I want three to be Triumph and Torment. So here we go.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. And then so we will talk about, we need to talk about the post credit scenes. We talked about Bruce Campbell. That was delightful. Just him saying it's over. Very nice and self-aware. The big one is Charlize Theron as Clea. That costume is insane like the amount of color that we now can just have in the MCU where she is in this like neon purple eye makeup and just super comic accurate costume I'm so happy it's like we go from oh I don't know if an Iron Man movie can work to like here's Charlize Theron of Clea saying the word incursions on the big screen like that is just what a world um but yeah so she shows up it, when strange is walking on the street she's basically like hey you caused an incursion you have to help me go stop it i i have to give a shout out to the guy who was behind me in my screening who when we were all walking out was like i want less multiverse and just two hours of charlie's and benedict flirting for the third movie and i was like <laughs> thank <ahead>. you <laughs> man like you get it um but yeah so what do we think about cleo where do we think she and strange go from here because now that she's here it's like that is just so awesome
2: I'll all say about that that scene because it was so cool and it was the only big surprise for me. So I was so in it. The one my criticism of it is that it was so cool if the movie ended on that shot of him like freaking out with his eye mm-hmm. and then like two seconds later it's like I'm fine again. I'm walking down <laughs> the street again. Uh, here I am. And like I, like, I didn't really like that that break of time because it was Mm. such a cool way to end the movie and then it immediately didn't matter anymore um (laughs) but aside from that uh i'm i'm really stoked and she's a character that i'm i wasn't aware of until last year when we were all theorizing about wandavision uh and and thought that she was going to show up there so that was kind of a cool thing to be like all of my wandavision research (laughs) finally paid off and i and i had some idea so but
4: Mm-hmm. Oh. so the, that post-credits scene to me I don't want to say it totally invalidates Doctor Strange 1 I mean there's little snippets throughout I mean Christine had a better story arc mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange 2 Wong I think was a better character in Doctor Strange 2 I mean Doctor mm-hmm. Strange of course gave us the uh, the origin you know yeah. of, of him but at the same time you know this 2 seemed more strangey to me and 3 is apparently going to be just peak strange because they're going back to the dark dimension with with Clea because uh, I mean you're not gonna bring her aboard if, if you're not doing something with it you know um so it'll be interesting I mean is Rami out does Rami get a trilogy now you know are they doing the the Taika treatment where sure mm-hmm. they had Thor movies but he's certainly going to get his own trilogy now I mean there's Doctor Strange 1 but is is Sam going to also do three and four um it'll be interesting to see where we go because now we're going on full we got the the horror stuff introduced. And now we can, you know, go into the cosmic horrors of the Doctor Strange stuff like the Dark Dimension. And that's when we get really weird, messed up things, even more so than a talking green Minotaur.
1: (laughs) I agree. I also am hoping that this leads to a new Defenders roster at some point sure. of like, if, if if he and Clea just form the Defenders, like I feel like by the time we get to three, we could very have a Matt Fraction era Defenders. That would be very fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie has so much to unpack. Does anyone have any closing thoughts before we kind of wrap things up?
2: I just want to say Social Gomez is a little yes. star. And I yes. am so excited that she's here. Um, uh, she did such a good job. And I love, you know, you want to root for young people because it's hard to, to, to join Marvel. I think she was 14 when she got cast and now she's 16. And that's mm-hmm. like a hard life to live. And I just wish her all the positivity in the world. And I'm excited to see where her journey goes from here uh, in the MCU. I completely
1: agree. Aaron, do you have any closing thoughts?
3: Uh, to shout out Benedict, because we didn't talk about Wong. He, this is like <laughs> he has so much more to do. Like, uh-huh. it's so, he's so freaking cool in this movie. The the bowing is like, you know what a customs yes. is. To, and he's like, I'm aware. Like, Benedict Cumberbatch is operating at peak snarky jerk here, mm-hmm. and it's very, very good. Um, I think if I had to, like, make a prediction of sorts, I guess, that your Agatha series isn't just going to be her training Wanda. I think she's going to train America too. Ooh. I think that's Ooh. what's going to happen. I, I think there's just too easily. There's too it's too easy for you to do like a strange Academy thing with all uh. the young magic users too. Um, cause she's there and I'm sure you'll get B- B- Billy and Tommy around at some point somehow, you know what I mean? And, uh, it was just kind of awesome. I'm now rooting for Jamie direct to get her <laughs> training montage with freaking Catherine Hot Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. So I put a spell on you in the background Ooh. as it's going on. So Very I'm here good. for it.
1: I love it. Adam, do you have any closing thoughts? I oh, know I with Aaron f- messaged strange Academy. I was like, yeah, the no. best okay.
4: okay strange Academy, go out and buy every issue you can get on. It's one of the best comics Marvel's written in the past decade um i have plenty of thoughts i know dream walking is a real not the mcu dream walking is not a real thing in real life but the, the concept <laughs> of dream walking exists in some cultures and, and I, wiccan practices mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but i am not the guy that stands on the corner that says the end is near with the sign. i'm not just that guy i am that guy with some some calculus in my mind i think Dreamwalking can lead to Sleepwalker, right? Because, <laughs> listen here, Sleepwalker only moves through dreams. So it's possible. It's it's possible. Um, the other thing, the Souls of the Dam, if you pick up uh, the... It's not the latest Ghost Rider from Percy. Um, the second newest Ghost Rider, Ed Breeson and uh, Aaron Cooter. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghost Rider becomes the king of hell. Oh. And his look looks exactly <laughs> like spoilers jamie i'm sorry um he <laughs> no. his look looks exactly like the souls of the damned like the souls of the damned look exactly like him without the flame and they okay. mentioned hell and i'm pretty sure maybe america was dangling scarlet witch over hell that might have been her farm i don't know i like to picture it as hell because they said yeah. hell like yeah. 30 seconds earlier but Dope. ghost rider <laughs> and Mephisto and everyone's coming aboard
1: Jamie is so excited by Ghost Rider being the king of hell like that is just the coolest thing (laughs) it's like
4: yeah give
2: me I want to see that please
1: (laughs) like again this movie is just a feast of stuff Mm. that we are going to be able to pick apart and write spin outs for and talk about on the show for the foreseeable future and I love that in this movie so much and it's just so much fun on top of that Um, but yeah thank you guys so much for listening or watching to our bonus episode this has been so much fun to put together this has been a great time Um, you can follow Jamie on Twitter at at Jamie Cinematics you can follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Barnhart. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at Sonic Lake Hornet. You can follow me on Twitter at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn. Go read some comics as Adam recommended some very good ones. Just go read some Dr. Strange or Scarlet Witch comics too. There's so much to unpack in there and yeah, have a good rest of your day. I'm so excited that the Dr. Strange is out in the world. So bye guys.